It's time for the Kitchen Garden segment on Real World Gardener. On the line I've got Corinne Masati, who's founder of the Gourmantic Garden website. How are you today, Corinne? I'm wonderful. How are you, Marianne? I'm excellent also, and I'm going to be talking with you about horseradish, which I'm not sure if too many people actually grow, and if they do, what do they do with it? What do you think, Corinne? I think horseradish is actually very interesting vegetable to grow in a garden because it's one of those things that once you have it established you can actually forget about it and you can have that horseradish flavor that you want to use on hand without having to worry about where to source it from and you know and, and how to do it and if you're a new gardener and if you've never grown horseradish before it's actually very easy you can either take a root cutting and plant it in the soil or you can use a crown and put that in the soil and wait for it until it gets established and then you will have a horseradish. Yes, now for people who don't know anybody who's got a crown or, or anything, they can find it in the herb section, funnily enough, in the garden centre. So you just find one little plant in a pot, but don't worry about that because within a few years you'll have a huge plant and it would have spread quite a bit. You just need the one really because the perennial plant, you need to put it in a place where you're not going to disturb it too much and you don't mind it being there pretty much for a long time. It can become invasive. So in my tiny garden, I'm growing it in a large pot. So it's around 50 centimetres wide and it's got enough depth in it. And basically it's likes a sunny position, well-drained, rich soil in the pot. I plant mine in late autumn or early winter usually. And that's the time when it's dormant. And then come springtime, all the leaves start to sprout and it actually looks like a really beautiful plant. And the leaves are edible. If you've never tried them, they've actually got a really nice pungent flavour and a spicy bite. So that's another bonus. Wow, Corinne, I never tried the leaves and I'm going to now because actually I've got some leaves on mine right now. And now that you mentioned that it's invasive, I remember a few years ago I did have it in a garden bed and it practically took over the whole bed. And I think I might have spent a whole half day digging up every little piece so that it wouldn't re-sprout. So I know this sounds like a bit of a problem, but I can't help but say that I'm actually envious that you had that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so let's let's talk about what you can do with the actual root, because that's the part that traditionally people make horseradish cream from, which is what I've done. And the interesting thing I discovered was that it's not until the cells are crushed that you get that very bitey taste. That is, if you grate it, as soon as you grate it, it releases a volatile oil known as isothiocyanate. Yes, and if you're grating horseradish, it does lose its pungency fairly quickly. So you have to pretty much use it quickly. And if you want to store it in, as you were saying, or you can store it with a little vinegar uh, in the fridge, and that can keep up to one month. And really talking, if you're, if you're actually going to grate it and go through that whole process, just be a little bit careful because it can irritate the eyes. So it's better if you do it outside so you don't get that. Okay, yes. Like cutting onions as well. However, I do have... I hope it's a useful tip for you. 
the way I actually use the root is I freeze them. So I, I make sure that the root is actually clean, that there's no dirt on it. And then I put it in the freezer in pieces. And then I grate it into food and drink as I need it. So it's pretty much what I do with ginger and turmeric as well. So it preserves that freshness and it's very low maintenance. You just basically have it ready on hand. Oh, right. So I wondered why my horseradish cream kind of went a bit bland after a while. <laughs> and I had it in the fridge too. Now, when you when you store it in the freezer and you grate it, you mentioned something about grating it into drinks. What kind of drinks do you put it in? Well, the first thing that would come to mind is a Bloody Mary. So <laughs> you're into Bloody Mary, yes. you can, you know, you can just grate it onto there. I also use it to, I infuse it in vodka to do like sort of a savoury vodka martini, Gibson style. So little horseradish that's infused in vodka and black peppercorn, a little bit of dry vermouth, uh, stir it. Serve it with a cocktail onion, martini-style, Gibson-style drink with a bit of a cracked pepper on top. All right. So when you're infusing the horseradish into the vodka, do you put it in a whole bottle of vodka or you've just got to... No, I... You know, you, you could do it in a whole bottle of vodka, but, you know, I, I just like to do it a little bit at a time. Just a small piece of horseradish that is thinly sliced and about 250 mils of vodka. And then just leave it in there for a minimum of three days, I would say, for it to start to infuse and up to one month. I would taste it as you go. With any alcohol infusions that you do, everybody's got their own favorite taste, I guess. You know, some people like a, like it to pack a lot of flavor. Others want it a little bit mild. That's why I say between three days to up to one month. And then you fine strain it because you don't want any of that left in, in the vodka and then you can use it. So you can use horseradish infused vodka in a martini style or in a Bloody Mary, which is very nice. Wow. That's a tip I have never heard of. And that's amazing. <laughs> I, could, I could rely on you, Corinne, to come up with something that's just out of the box, you know. <laughs> That's put a new slant on martinis, that's for sure. I'm going to impress my friends with that information. Glad to be of help, Marianne. Oh, great. <laughs> now, the uh, for people who want to grow horseradish, what size pot would you say would fit maybe at least 30 centimetres in diameter? To start off, but then if you want to move it and grow a really big root, then probably 50 centimetres. I wouldn't start with 50 I just normally start, like, I take small cuttings and I just start them in about a 20 centimetre pot and as they grow and develop, I then pop, pop that up because I don't have the space. So, yes. But if you do, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fine. And we've mentioned that it's good in drinks and we've used horseradish cream or ho grated horseradish. I guess you can actually use it to add pungencies to your casseroles as well, I would think. Yes, and it goes really well with fish smoked salmon or even you know salmon dishes and as I was saying if you have it stored in the freezer and then just grate it over your fish that's that's a beautiful flavor that is so pungent and fresh that you can't really get from having having it stored in vinegar or in cream or anything else yeah that's true and I suppose you could make a white sauce with horseradish and that would go with say corned beef or smoked uh, smoked fish or sausages or ham and all that kind of thing so that's another idea 
it's it's well worth experimenting, really, because I think you know if you want something that's pungent and that you know that freshness that you get out of the horseradish, it does pack a lot of flavour apart from just that spicy kick. So it can really go with uh, a variety of, of food and drinks as well. Wonderful. Well, there we have it. That's the horseradish plant reimagined as you would never have thought of. Once again, Corinne, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge on Real World Gardener. Thank you so much for having me, Marianne.